0: Our way out here from the universe of the world, Chicago, Illinois, AM 1160.
1: Hey, listen, I uh, want you to get out there and check out faithmarketplace.com. We've got lots of stuff on there and also all the podcasts for the last, I don't know now, probably six, seven years. So you can check out if you happen to miss any. Uh, but, you know, that's really what I'm going to encourage you to get out there. Oh, by the way, we've got a donation button out there. So if you got a few extra pennies before the holidays show up, that's how this ministry is fueled. So appreciate any help uh, with uh, donation. And again, here at Faith Marketplace, we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. And boy, have I got two great ones for us today. Again, I'm Bob Lambert, the host of Faith Marketplace and the founding partner of Samurai Business Group. At Samurai, we offer entrepreneurs, individuals, small mid-market companies and their teams advanced business development sales skills and training. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. At the Samurai Business Group, we say we put the win back in your sales. And boy, I got some good ones today, and particularly a personal revisiting. We got reoccurring guests today that have been a while, about four years. So I'd like to introduce you to Kevin Coleman. He's the co-owner of the franchise, The Exercise Coach, which I am proud to say, in transparency, I have been a member of for four years, and it's fabulous. I can't say enough about it. And he has two of those now uh, in the Chicagoland area. So welcome, Kevin. Thanks, Bob. Happy to be here. Yeah. You know, uh, and I've known you for at least, well, at least four or five years now. So uh, I know a lot about you, but the audience doesn't know a whole lot about you. So um, let's, te- let's tell the audience today, what are some of the key takeaways you hope that they'll get out of th- this interview?
2: The, uh, the impact that, um, that strength has on their life mm-hmm. uh, it changes so many aspects of their life. Um, how getting stronger and feeling healthier doesn't have to take a lot of time, doesn't have to take hours a week. Yep. Um, and the exercise coach has this program where you get all the exercise you need in 20 minutes twice a week, which can sound hard to believe, but we've been doing this for 11 and a half years and have lots of happy clients <laughs> who uh, are happy they found this solution. Boy,
1: and I'm putting up two hands here because i got to tell you, folks, uh, what it's done for me and my health and uh, – you know, and, and I just can't say enough about it, that not only for the exercise part and taking care of your body, and believe me, in 20 minutes you get a workout, But on, and, and all the professional coaching that goes with it, I mean, it really helps us, but also the nutritional side. Man, they have information about nutrition that I didn't even have a clue to. I dropped 12 pounds, and I also dropped my A1C by a full point, so I can be a testimony, Kevin, right here on the radio. Hey, well, listen, you know, um, I want to let the the audience know, because it's been a while, Tell your faith story, your background, you know, testimony. Did you grew up as a bouncing baby Christian boy.
2: Yeah, grew up yeah. Uh, in a Catholic family. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother was a convert; mm-hmm. she was a Lutheran. Mm-hmm. Um, converted when she married my dad, and and she became quite an influence. Um, uh, she the, the 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 church was extremely important to her. Uh, mm-hmm. Active in the church, yeah. uh, active in the choir, um, um, and and uh, and it. It, uh, it kept her going through 15 years of battling cancer. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And, uh, and she passed away at age 54. Mm. So way, way too soon, yep. way too short of life, but, yep. you know, just an incredible inspiration. And, and my dad as well. I mean, a hardworking guy who didn't make any difference um, how many things he had on his list. He always got to church. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, he, he made it happen.
3: Yes.
1: So, for your personal journey, though, as you've gone through all this, uh, I don't suppose you kind of fell off the rails and maybe didn't make it back to church at all the time and all that stuff, like some people that I've I've had. This, and I'll raise my hand on that one. But uh, what's what's what did it look like as young adult and going into that whole era well, of your life?
2: Um, I went to a Catholic men's college, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, in that that remained an important part of my life I mean, yeah. it was that, that was a, a huge focus now I grew up in the Benedictine tradition and, <laughs> uh, and that that sticks with you yeah. uh, uh, but it's changed over time right right um, I can't I can't tell you the last time I went to church mm. right okay um, but it's kind of interesting you know I I stopped going to church for a variety of reasons okay but my faith has gotten stronger and stronger I'm talking ah. to the Lord all day long right right I mean all day long from yeah. the minute I get up thanking the Lord for the glory of another day through you know literally every encounter I have with a client during the day and that could be you know 30 of them yeah you know thanking the Lord for getting successfully getting th- somebody through a workout right and and getting me through it right and making everything happen the way it should yeah and, and uh you know at a at a speed frankly that that constantly amazes me because i just turned 72 i know and i can I, know. <laughs> I can keep this stuff flowing pretty comfortably so um that doesn't happen by accident you know no. that's a gift yeah and, it really is and uh so <clears throat> you know I, I feel like i'm more active in my faith now mm-hmm. than than ever before when right. I was going to church every Sunday.
1: Well, you know, in church doesn't mean that you're faith. I mean, let's face it, it it's it's about what's in here, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and that's that personal relationship. And that's what I'm hearing, you know, from you is that that personal relationship now is very clear for you. Yep. You know, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, in the Bible's the whole truth. And I know you, I know you're very devoted to that. So, um, and thanks for sharing that, you know, because... You know, it, 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 particularly during the pandemic, there's a lot of people that, you know, weren't able to go to church or get online or do that thing. Uh, we have seen, you know, more people coming back, but there's something to be said for community, if it's the right community, and you're getting something out of that. Uh, but also just being in community with other believers, other people around you. And, and I know that because you're one of the subjects we're going to talk about today is very dear to, and dear and near to my heart, and it also is yours to really talk about how we're doing that in a big way now out in the marketplace because that's again what this show is about. So, but let's get a little bit. I want to focus a little bit more on the business and you know, letting people know what this is because, you know, exercise means something that everybody means something different, right? Uh, you know, when I was younger and going to the gym, well, you had to spend at least an hour in there, right? And and pumping iron and doing all this stuff and helping it around. And what you what you're involved in is a whole different ball game, you know, a whole different story. So, um, Who's the ideal client or target for your business? Uh, well, first of all, let me back up a minute. Because tell us about the franchise and how it got started and the guy that founded it and all that stuff. Yeah.
2: Um, the business was started by a guy named Brian Sagan. Mm-hmm. Um So let me back up. I, when I met Brian, I was in a transition. the transition. The, the position that I had been in that I thought I was going to retire at disappeared. Mm-hmm. Right. And there I was at 58 years old in a recession, right? Trying to figure out what i was going to new, do next and and here's another hand of god right in right. my life led me to this guy brian sigan okay. right who i i met at a chamber of commerce event and mm-hmm. asked him you know what he did mm-hmm. he said he had this program that got his clients all the exercise they needed in 20 minutes twice <laughs> a week now, I grew up as an athlete, and <laughs> I had a different perspective, and I won't share with you the thought that went through my <laughs> mind at that point, because it wouldn't fit for this program, but I, I to say at least, I had a hard time believing it. Right. And uh, But I went and tried it, and um, had an experience on one of these devices that he has that, that told me instantly, this is different. I mm-hmm. signed up as a client, went home, home and told my wife, and mm-hmm. she thought I'd lost my mind, because... <laughs> I was looking for a new position. What was I doing signing up for for <laughs> <Right>. this <laughs> yeah. kind of deal? But I had her try it, and four months later, we became the first franchisees of the business. Yeah, um, when there right. were only four of these locations in existence. Right. Now there are over 170 open in the U.S. and mm-hmm. and probably 50 in Japan. Wow! So wow. it's it's real, and, and also
1: you have, uh, he's a, a believer, also, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. he's a Christian. Yeah, so that. Yeah. I mean you're equally yoked there and you yeah. got into it. It's, so yeah. and the important thing about Brian is <clears throat> from my prior experiences, I had decided the next thing I got into, I just wasn't gonna work with jerks anymore. Very you Right. Yeah. That's the clean version. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and Brian just seemed like he, he seemed like a gift, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, and <clears throat> I'm I just super happy to say his business has grown like crazy. Yep. He has not changed a bit. Oh, that's right. not, yeah. I mean, he's still, still just a wonderful person. So that's great. Um, been a blessing.
1: Yeah. So in the, a little bit of the minute and a half we have left here. So what is that ideal target? Who, who really is the ideal target for the
2: yeah, exercise coach? It, it, it'll work for anybody. We've had clients as right. young as 10 and as old as 93. But mm-hmm. the ideal is men and women over 50 yep. who are out of shape, feeling unhealthy, probably overweight, mm-hmm. and probably thinking that, that uh, there's no way to no way to return to the to the days when they felt strong and healthy right and um, and we can take those people who who are feeling lost mm-hmm. and help them achieve things that they just thought were unachievable right and we can do it in way less time than they ever imagined
1: yeah I know that's that's the thing that's the amazing part of this I mean just like how you became a believer of this thing right away when you actually went through this and you saw and also what I really Got to emphasize is the care that you guys take with everybody, and also doing an extensive thing in their background, their health, you know, and where they at there, but also the nutrition side too, because there's two two things equally that God has constructed us and built us this way, right? Yeah, we're exactly. built to exercise, and whether that'd be walking or something, you know, and we're built also to watch what we eat. <laughs> so yeah. I can't believe we're up with this first segment already. So we're gonna get back with that. So, uh, but before you go, again, get out there, and look at the website faithmarketplace.com. Uh, we got lots of goodies out there. I'm posting on it. As a matter of fact, this this uh, interview is going to be posted out there. You know, look that up. Uh, and also, our guests are going to be after uh, Kevin here. Uh, the both I get I got a lot to say about both these guys. Okay, so we're going to be right back with my guest Kevin Coleman, co-owner of the exercise coach in Libertyville, Illinois.
0: This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with my guest, Kevin Coleman, the co-owner of
1: uh, the uh, Franchise Exercise Coach. And you heard a little bit in the first segment. If you missed that, boy, shame on you. But Kevin, you know, uh, you have a personal story a little bit. We kind of skipped over that as far as when, you, why you went there, you know, for that first one when you met him, Brian. And then, uh, you know, what was your story behind all this as far as your shape?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I grew up as an athlete, Mm -hmm. always in, always in good shape, always able to be very active. And then, uh, then, uh, somebody flipped a switch and everything changed and, uh, (laughs) everything I ate, uh, accumulated and, uh, stayed with me. And, and I, you know, I was in, I was in some great jobs where frankly, I was in way over my head and I had to work crazy hours to try Mm -hmm. to stay ahead of everybody else. So they couldn't figure out that I was in way over (laughs) my head and, uh. Um, and I stopped exercising mm. and, uh, ate everything I could get my hands on. And, and I ended up at about 300 pounds mm. and, uh, um, and not feeling very good. Okay. So now I'm down to 210. I played mm-hmm. basketball in college. This is about what I played at. Okay. Right? And, uh, wow. and I just turned 72 and I can do things that I'm pretty sure a lot of guys my age can't think about doing. Right. So, um, so I, I feel great and, and I'm, when I think back, I'm pretty sure that there's a high likelihood. A, a, a high likelihood, I could not be here now if I wouldn't have found the exercise coach, and yep. I was in that bad of shape. Wow! Wow!
1: Yeah. Hey, well, listening, uh, listeners, we got a special offer for you out there here in the Chicagoland area. Okay, so it's kind of limited, but Kevin, you're going
2: to do what? What do you? What do you got? What's the offer? So there are probably a dozen <laughs> exercise coach studios in the Chicago area. Right. Um. We own two of them, Libertyville right. and Palatine. Uh, <clears throat> but at any of those exercise lo- locations, frankly across the country, right, um, uh, anyone can come in and, and be our guest for two free sessions. Mm. Just try it out right yep. and, and uh, help you understand how it's possible to get all the exercise you need in just 20 minutes twice a week.
1: Yeah. I know there's a lot of disbelievers, but once they come in, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're showing them what it is, even athletes, you know they've figured it out too. Hey, uh, you know, um, what do you give God glory for or praise for in your business? Hmm? What do you give God
2: glory or praise for in your business? Oh, well, it's, uh, <coughs> the, the, it's like an endless list, right? It's, <laughs> it's the, 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 the praise and glory for um, having found this mm-hmm. in the first place, right? And having, having learned how to get the message out and share it with people who are looking for a solution. And... For all of the prior experiences that I had in, in other work environments that I feel enables me to inter- interact effectively with just about anybody that walks through the door. yep, And take them from, from non-believer to thankful that they found something that's going to work for them. And it's going to help them achieve those objectives that they thought were unachievable. Yep.
1: Now, you know, the big question is how do you incorporate your faith in work? That's what this program is about. So. Uh how do you do that at the studio because you're dealing with a lot of people all different walks of life and all that kind of stuff
2: um it, it it's just it's it's all day every day right? right like I said before from the minute I wake up thankful mm-hmm. that I have an opportunity at another day right right thankful for each person that has has decided to trust us with mm-hmm. their with their health and their strength and um uh <coughs> Thankful that I've that I've been given the, the gifts to share with them. So right. it's, and frankly, a lot of times throughout the day, thankful that I didn't screw something up. <laughs> right? That that I that, that just mentally that I'm able to kind of keep it all going at a right. pretty rapid pace.
1: Oh yeah, you know, and, and knowing you, I, here you're in the personification of the walking. Okay, you know, Saint George so what, once said, you know, go out and spread the gospel. Use words if necessary. Your demeanor and how you show up for people, it really is just a glory to see because people really identify with that. And just the way that you are, you know, I I admire how your hand and how you approach people, how you talk to them, how you encourage them. Uh, I know that you've done that with me and you've set numbers on stuff and go, you can do that. You know, the power of suggestion, folks, I got to tell you. It even amazes me sometimes that I can uh, deliver on something. He says, you know, Bob, I think there's a 4000 there, you know? <laughs> and, and we have a good time. We we always have a good time at the studio. Hey, um, what is interesting,
2: cool, and funny about you?
1: Because you wrote well, something down that I thought was pretty neat.
2: Yeah. Um, I, uh, I had the opportunity to live and work on a kibbutz in Israel. No kidding. Wow. How was that? That's on my bucket list to go to Israel. Yeah. Well, I was... Actually, I was playing basketball in Mexico, Mm -hmm. the Mexican National Basketball Association, and my college roommate called up and said that his boss told me he needed to go have some uh, broader experiences, go see the world, do something like his daughter did, go work on a kibbutz. And he said, what do you think about that? So I got home from Mexico, and we went to... We went to Israel, (laughs) and it (laughs) uh, it was quite the experience, and we got to not only live and work on the kibbutz, but travel through Israel, and it was an eye-opening experience. Wow. Highly recommend it. Wow.
1: Well, folks, I'm going to transition over here to our next guest. I got to introduce you to a a long-term friend and colleague and another believer, and I'd like to introduce you to Jim Biello. He is the uh, president of U.S. Marketing Incorporated, and boy, you're going to be fascinated with what that is right here in Chicago. But he does business all over the world. So, Jimmy, welcome.
3: Thank you, Bob. <laughs> I am Jim Bellello, and I am the president <laughs> of U.S. Marketing. You are. <laughs>
1: Hey, listen, uh, as I did with Kevin, you know, what you had a quote that you shared with me. What? What is it to let the audience know? Why is that important to you?
3: If you can't measure it, you can't manage it. And that came from Zig Ziglar, who some of the older people in the audience will probably recognize, but many motivational speakers use that same quote. Yep,
1: exactly. Why is that important to you?
3: Well, in my business as a Google agency partner, I deal with metrics all day long. So if I'm not able to prove to clients that they got a return on their ad spend or that they got certain phone calls of a certain duration or that they got so many clicks to their landing page, then I'm just a charlatan. And Mm -hmm. I can assure you I am not a charlatan.
1: (laughs) Hey, well, listen, let's let the audience know What kind of things do you want them to take away of our interview today?
3: So, uh, in a post COVID world, uh, your website is your online store. Mm. And everybody listening probably either does currently or has at one time driven a vehicle. And I'm just going to ask the audience if they've ever driven a vehicle without a dashboard. Mm. The answer will be no. So, you have your online store, which is your website, Mm -hmm. and without a dashboard to see those metrics, you're driving your online store or your car without a dashboard. Okay, that makes sense. You know, we don't want to crash
1: anybody out there if they're driving without a dashboard. But uh, anything else you want to share as far as the takeaway? Well,
3: yeah. More importantly. Um, there's a free tool out there which you'll get to when you ask me about my giveaway mm-hmm. that's called Google Analytics. I can't tell you how many business owners and businesses of all sizes don't know how to log on to mm-hmm. analytics.google.com. Okay. That is the gold standard to show them who's coming to their website and from what source whether they found them organically whether they found them through a paid ad whether they found them by directly entering their website without logging on to analytics.google.com you have no clue who's coming and you don't have a dashboard
1: yep i get it you know since you were a guest it's been a number of years ago let's reacquaint the audience with your background story your 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 testimony so you come out about some baby christian boy
3: (laughs) well i grew up uh in catholic schools in south bend indiana from first grade through high school Mm -hmm. and uh, that was an education in itself however i did go to a lutheran college valparaiso university Mm -hmm. and i was very pleased that the protestant approach to christianity was a little bit more liberal than (laughs) the nuns brought me up in catholic school
1: So, take us through that journey, so were you practicing all the way through your life or was that something in the transition that came, you got to school, kind of get off the track a little bit, we've had that story before, where where were you at with your faith as an adult?
3: Practicing and understanding what you're practicing is two different different things. So the nuns taught a rote practice, Mm -hmm. very dogmatic and rigid, and that is not something that I gravitated toward as I got out of both college and graduate school. Mm-hmm. And I learned through many hard knocks and trial and error that whether I'm practicing a religion, which is something that many people find difficult because mm-hmm. the different rules and sects and schisms and so mm-hmm. forth, uh, or whether you have a belief in a higher power or god Mm -hmm. and if you're christian you believe in jesus as god and lord and savior that is something that at least speaking for myself i had to come to through difficult times Mm -hmm.
1: yep and uh yeah, it's not easy making that swing, because as you guys both know, my testimony was 36 years in the desert, so <laughs> I, you guys got up a little bit quicker than I did, you know, but at least my claim of famous, I beat the Jews by four years. You know, they wandered around for 40, I made it in
3: 36, <laughs> so
1: I can't believe we're up on a minute here really quick. Uh, any Anything else you want to share with the audience about yourself or your background at all?
3: Well, um, I would just say that you should be open to opportunities that you may not understand. Mm -hmm. And what that meant to me is that in 2011, I received a call from someone that identified themselves as being from Google, and I said, I'm hanging up. And she said, don't hang up we've noticed your work with the state of Illinois, and we'd like to invite you to become a Midwest agency partner. And that's what led to US marketing being a digital agency and not a Hispanic experiential event agency. Yeah, we're gonna get into that a little bit more here in this next segment, but
1: hey, listen, I'm proud to announce that uh, we welcome Inbound Studio as a sponsor of Faith Marketplace. They have generously provided their talent and expertise to develop and maintain the Faith Marketplace website. Uh, with our vast experience, Inbound Studio website is using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. So get out and check our website out. Marshall Maltz, the guy that's responsible. For I want you to encourage you, get out there and check them out, inboundstudio.studio. Again, that's inboundstudio.studio. We'll be right back with my guest, Jim Jim Biello. Yeah.
0: This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back
1: here with Jim Dillow. Uh, he is the president of U.S. Marketing. And we're going to get into that here in this segment as to U.S. Marketing. Now, I've known you for a long time, Jim. And so why don't you give the, the, our audience a little bit of background of this transition you made. Because you're talking about Google, but that wasn't always what you were doing. So
3: That's true. So... Um... U.S. marketing started in 2006, but between 2006 and 2008, 2008, mm-hmm. we were a Hispanic event marketing agency because I had just come off of a stint with what is now Live Nation, formerly Clear Channel, specifically a joint venture with uh, Tele. Uh, Mundo? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> now now it slipped now my it's mind totally because okay, you yeah. said Telemundo. <laughs> I want to say um, Televisa, but it's yeah. not right either, out of Mexico. Anyway, the joint venture was called Vivalo, mm-hmm. and we were doing Hispanic concerts all over the United States. And when that came to an end, I just picked up the same banner and was doing marketing uh, for companies like Chase Bank, Verizon Wireless, throughout the United States to help Hispanics, um, acculturate, get bank accounts, uh, get new Verizon wireless phones, all of that kind of stuff. But then that little thing called a recession came along in 2008, and suddenly I found myself in Los Angeles at the Billboard... Um, regional Mexican conference on a stage talking about how, well, you know, we have a lot of confidence in the American banking system. And as I was saying those words, (laughs) the movie The Big Short was actually playing out in real time. And so we don't have a lot of confidence in our banking system because it's only as good as the regulations that Mm -hmm. the government put upon it, which aren't always the best. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I had to reinvent and was able to get a series of contracts with the state of Illinois to do Don't Text and Drive on Facebook to reach 18- to 24-year-old young men Mm -hmm. who often think they're indestructible. And we had some success doing that, which is what caused the phone call from the woman at Google. She had noticed our creative on Facebook. The creative, which still plays out and holds up today was pallbearers carrying a coffin and the coffin had a bumper sticker and the bumper sticker said, don't text and drive. Mm. How cool do you look now? (laughs) So at 60 miles an hour, it'll take you like one second to crash if you're looking at your phone and not the road. And that's what got us those digital contracts that caused Google to invite us to be a Midwest agency partner. Mm.
1: So that was a whole re-education for you, wasn't it?
3: Very much so. And at that time, which was 10 years ago, uh, Google pay-per-click and even Facebook was just replacing platforms like MySpace, which isn't even around anymore, right. and digital evolves pretty quickly. Right.
1: Exactly. So over that period of time, this last decade, you know, in knowing what you know with all of this, what this has been a big sea change, hasn't it? Huge. In all of this, a huge sea change. And so who's your primary target for something like this? Who is So our,
3: our portfolio of clients are divided along the lines of the Pareto principle. 20% of our clients spend $10,000 or more on Google Ads. They tend to be e-commerce clients that sell online with products, but not always. Sometimes there's big lead gen companies who are trying to feed their salesforce.com or their HubSpot and other integrations offered with Google. And those clients, of course, are great to have, but like all big clients, they're harder to come by. Mm -hmm. 80% of our clients are truly small, not small as defined by the Small Business Administration in the United States, but small, like under 10 million, three to 25 employees. And they will also generally fall in either e-com, selling products online, or lead gen, and they can be... Professionals like oral surgeons, uh, doctors, dentists, um, lawyers, or they can be tradesmen like Mm -hmm. plumbers, roofers, contractors. All of those folks are generally interested in quality leads, and most of them learn pretty quickly that if somebody doesn't know their name, but just enters a general Google search for their product or service, it's virtually impossible to show up on page one, despite what their SEO pros may have told them. And that's where Google ads come in.
1: Yeah. Now, I want to get clear with the audience, too, is there's things you don't do. So why don't you share with the audience what
3: specifically you do for That's a great question, Bob. So we're not web developers. We are not search engine optimizers, and there's a huge amount of confusion in the marketplace with SEO or search engine optimization and SEM, search engine marketing, or PPC, Mm pay-per-click. Many times people are confused about that because the purveyors of SEO are not transparent in their business practices. So SEO is being found on page one without an ad, and as I just explained, that's very difficult unless they know your business's name. Mm -hmm. so we're not a general agency we are actually like an orthopedic surgeon we're not advocate general we're not the general MD but if you need your knee scoped we're one of the best in the (laughs) nation to help you with paid ads on Google and we'll work alongside of either your in-house or agency teams for SEO web development and other marketing
1: yeah and uh, as a personal comment here known you a long time, and when uh, Jim is jumping in, he's on your team, believe me, you get a heck of a lot of value, and he tells it like it is. He doesn't sugarcoat anything. He tells it like it is, and if he can work with you and he can make that needle jump, then he's going to do it, but he doesn't, you know, wander outside of what his expertise is, and he's one of the top Google agents in the country, and so I, I, I tip of the hat there, Jimmy, because you work really hard at that. You constantly work at it. Um, Let's get into, you know, cause you're in a pretty secular business, you know, because you got clients of all stripes and colors. So how would you describe how you can, you know, uh, praise God for your business, number one. And then how do you demonstrate that with people you work with?
3: Well, uh, recently, uh, within the past year, I learned from a pastor to include God in planning, Mm -hmm. and it occurred to me that we all use planners on our computer or our phone or on paper. So I have a recurring event every day at 6 a.m. to thank God for the day, and then at 8 p.m., to pray and plan the next day with god's help i'm not always successful in it but it is right there and frequently when i do a zoom meeting people see my calendar because i am pretty transparent Mm -hmm. and i think that has an impact Uh, we're also very transparent in our business practices so Mm -hmm. many purveyors of digital marketing do not allow their clients inside their real google ads account we will on a screen share show people inside their real google ads account or facebook account or bing account or amazon whatever we're doing for them although we're certified google partners every 12 months at the highest level my staff and i are and we'll allow clients to see it and to pay google directly they pay us separately same way they would pay a cpa so mm-hmm. you pay your taxes to the government you pay google for your ads you pay us marketing a management fee so you never have to wonder what went into our pocket versus what really went into advertising
1: yep that's that's really a big distinction for you yes you know, because there's as you said there's a lot of a lot of misinformation out there and uh, less than honorable and theft. practices yeah actual theft <laughs> yeah, right i've exactly. busted
3: a number of agencies over the years for stealing yeah how do you
1: inspire others in your business how do you how, how do you go about doing that
3: well The others fall into two buckets. If they're on my staff, which Mm -hmm. you can see at usmarketing.bz, just those two letters, B like boy, Z like zebra, under the About tab, you'll see that I have a staff of young people who are very smart college graduates. And along the lines of today's new flexible workplace, they work when and where they want on their computers. I have web calls with them once a week, and they've worked all over the world wherever they travel. Mm -hmm. If it's a client, the way I would inspire them is to show them in live, uh, real time, what we're capable of doing by actually building a plan for them. So frequently, a discovery call will include looking at a client's website, deciding where they want to advertise, and within 20 minutes i can build up a plan of what it would cost how many clicks they can expect and then apply <coughs> standard google benchmarks from search engine watch <coughs> excuse me to predict what their real conversion rate would be based on an average transaction we can e- even predict a return on ad spend okay
1: so you got a giveaway today, and I think it's fabulous. So let's let the audience know what are you gonna, what are you giving away today?
3: Anybody that would like to take advantage of a free Google Analytics assessment is welcome to schedule a discovery call with me at usmarketing.bz. be like z, but like boy z like zebra. Usmarketing.bz, and there's a button right there in the center of the page to schedule a discovery call, and I'll do a free Google Analytics assessment for them.
1: So. Uh, what are some of the surprises somebody gets out of that when you when you do this kind of thing? What, what the, kind the first surprise they
3: get is that they usually can't log on to analytics.google.com, in which case I will apply a very high-level subscription that I have from SEM Rush, and I'll show them approximate yeah. how many people are or are not coming to their website. So, mm. recently we presented a founder and president of a fairly large professional employment organization, PEO, mm-hmm. and uh, he thought for sure he was getting about 3,000 people a month to his website, but it was actually one-tenth of that, 300. Wow.
1: Wow. I bet he was shocked. I <laughs> bet you see that in his face. He's
3: become a client
1: since oh, then. I bet he has. Yeah. Hey, real quick, what words of wisdom would you give in your younger self, now that you know what you know? Don't be a jerk. Ah, very good. And What's interesting, cool, and funny about Jim?
3: Uh, Not much. I'm a really boring (laughs) guy. No, come on. Uh, Well, I ride a motorcycle. I uh, am... A pretty avid outdoorsman. I've taught my daughters to rock climb with ropes and harnesses and so forth. Okay. And I've uh, distributed Hollywood movies from major studios like uh, 20th there Century you Fox, go. Paramount, <laughs> Disney, Columbia, and others.
1: I can't believe we're out of time We're going to be right back with both of my guests, and we're going to do a roundtable mystery subject. So hang in there. We'll be right back.
0: this is chicagoland's place to inspire equip and encourage christian business leaders faith marketplace radio
1: hey we're back again here with kevin coleman and jim bello we're going to uh round table a subject that's near and dear to all of our hearts but first i want to make sure that kevin gets an opportunity to tell you how to get a hold of him and clarify something too that i kind of stepped in my tongue about
2: mm-hmm. sure uh, call me 224-355-8378 is the best way to get a hold of me and the thing I wanted to clarify is that I'm co-owner with my wife and two boys of the two studios that we own in Libertyville and Palatine. I'd love to be co-owner of the entire <laughs> franchise, the way it's growing, but we can't claim that. Right. A, I
1: that love wrong. it. I love it. So we got that point taken care of. Now, tell you mystery subject. The mystery subject is G seven networking. Now, you guys have heard me talk about this. I've been God has blessed me mightily to be the regional manager here in Chicago. Uh, I led the original uh, <clears throat> uh, chapter in Libertyville, Illinois, and uh, I really had to start stepping away from that because to take really start growing this out uh, all over the Chicago land area. And Kevin has stepped in to be the president of that because he was on the board um, before. And Jim also is uh, on the board there, um, leaders, and he's in the vice president position. So I want to get from both of you guys. First of all, why G7? Why why did you even get involved in it? What was it about it that attracted you, Kevin?
2: It Was the story that we heard the day you invited us to breakfast when <laughs> Bob Wilbanks, mm-hmm. uh, it, Chris was in town too yeah, right Chris, Chris you yeah. know. And, and Bob Wilbanks told his story his own personal story mm-hmm. that, that led him to start G7 mm-hmm. and uh, at the end of the presentation uh, he, he went around the table he said any questions and my only question was where do I sign up <laughs> um, uh, because it just I don't know it, it was one of those things that just really resonated with me it, mm-hmm. it was um, having God at the center of Of your business, right, Mm -hmm. and and of growing your business, um, you know, in the in a Christian way, Mm -hmm. um, with like-minded people, and the fact that it was a a a once-a-month meeting. Yep, there you go.
1: Once-a-month meeting. How about you, Jim? You're a master networker. You've been around this a long time. Why G seven for you?
3: Well, in today's secular society, there's a lot of cheating, theft, grap graft, corruption, stealing of intellectual property, and other things that are generally not considered Christian. Um, We're all sinners. I certainly am. I would never say that I'm perfect. I'm far from that. But by putting God into the business and honoring him, which means you don't go out of your way to hurt people. You try to help them but still preserve the integrity of your need to make money, um, it resonated with me from a story that I'd heard uh, years ago from a man that was a Christian man and in debt over a million dollars. And he told me, you know, just be transparent with people. Mm -hmm. As contractors, we always tell people what our subs are costing, what the materials are, they know you gotta make a profit, Jim. Just open your books. Mm-hmm. And when I did that the business expanded. Ah. Yeah. Okay. That
1: gives that gives it right out there. That's pretty poignant, you know, as far as what that's about. Uh, now how would you compare in contrast? You got both have been in other networks, mainly secular networks and all that. What would how would you compare in contrast what you've experienced with G seven versus other networking types of activities? And it's not to say that you don't do those other ones, it's just to say there's a big distinction here.
2: Um, it's well. It's the focus of of God at everything, in the center of everything we do. Okay. And, um, and, uh, and I, I feel like uh, networking at a higher level mm. than before. Okay. You know, with a, um, with a, a, a better purpose in mind. Mm-hmm. And um, just, I guess a, just operating at a higher level. Okay. Is the way I describe it. Jimmy why don't you share with the
1: audience what's the experience when somebody comes to one of these and how long is it and how often and all that good stuff
3: so the meetings are about an hour and a half Uh, the different chapters will have different venues and times Mm -hmm. that they hold the meeting it's a professionally run meeting with a good app on the phone and on your computer so you can track your progress but more importantly the people who want to put God into their business are generally more open and giving in their business practices even if they can't do business with you my experience is they'll go out of their way to help you connect with those in their network
1: yep and one of the other things too guys as you know what we really really want people to do is relationships before referrals so in between meetings we encourage people we have, you know we actually put them together One-on-one meetings or triads, three people getting together, and the sole purpose of that is get to know somebody on a personal level, right, before you go doing business. Because, again, referrals comes with both an obligation and, and, you know, advantages, right? But the obligation is that basically you're going to be giving a referral of your trusted relationships with somebody over to somebody that you can trust, and hopefully they'll get it done. Now, nothing's perfect. But again, we're holding the members of this thing at a little bit higher level, as you said. I like to refresh people. G7, what does it mean? Basically, in there, the seven Gs are gospel, group, grade, God, grow, get, and give. So in that 90 minutes, and like Jim said, it's very controlled, very structured meeting. But one of the things that's really, I got to say to you guys, every time I go to a meeting, I think we've all experienced that. The Holy Spirit's in the room usually, you know, when we go to these meetings, number one. And I think one of the most profound things is when people give their testimony. I have just heard some astonishing testimonies where people were in a room with relatively people they didn't know very well and really opening up and sharing, uh, you know, some pretty personal things in their testimony, what God did for them. So I know you've experienced that, Kevin, and so have you, you Jimmy, what what did you feel out of that? I'm I'm expressing what I felt, but what what did you feel in that?
2: Yeah, I would agree. Um, It's uh it, it, it just it feels like a very safe environment mm-hmm. to share and okay. to open up in, in a way that when I think about other networking groups um, that would never happen right right yeah exactly and, you know the 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 purpose that we're all there I mean you know God at the center of everything we do draws mm-hmm. us all together has us in the same frame of mind mm-hmm. um, and I think uh, provides a provides a a, a safe environment for us to open up and share yep yep
1: and that, and again that lays kind of the the groundwork and the, the theory of what everybody's there for but it's also just a practice though and i mean it's not faked it's not you know nobody's trying to be posing that they're somebody that they're not or whatever we get through that pretty quickly how about you jim in, in your experience of any of these testimonies what's been you know you've even given very profound testimony What's been your feeling or experience with something like that?
3: Well, one of the things that we do in G7 that you would not do in a secular networking group is pray. We (laughs) open with a prayer, we close with a prayer, there's a testimony. So it's combining that with good business practices. And I myself have experienced the blessings of the Lord by asking several months ago for prayers related to bringing the right woman into my life. And uh, that was a very profound moment for me, because at 8.30 in the morning, I had an idea of who she was, but she really wasn't interested in getting in contact with me. And within five minutes of saying that prayer, I received a text message from her at (laughs) 8.30 in the morning. And... um, That woman is now my fiance.
1: I love it. What a great story for that, guys. Oh, man, I I tell you. That's the Holy Spirit work right there and and granting, you know, miracles of some sort, you know, if you want to call it that. But that is great. I can't believe we're out of time already, guys. So if you want to know more about G7, get out there and check it out, g7networking.com. If you want to text me uh, to know more, text me at 312-210-0603 with G7, and I will get back to you and be happy to share in the information about it. Invite you to come. By the way, this is an inclusive group, so anybody can attend these, uh, whether you're a person of faith or not but people will know very intentionally this is what you're getting for when you come. Prayer, devotional, and gospel,
0: okay? We're going to be right back next Saturday here on AM 1160. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.